You're listening to The Real Wealth Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. Today's guest ditched his 9-to-5 job 15 years ago and became a real estate investor. Augustino Pinta says the standard 40-hour-a-week job gave him a false sense of security about long-term wealth. And by giving that up, he's been able to take control of his time and his finances. I'm Kathy Fetke, and welcome to The Real Wealth Show. Augustino is now in charge of strategic partnerships, capital development, and deal sourcing for multifamily investment firm Realty Dynamic Equity Parties. And he's here to share his real estate story and strategies with us here on The Real Wealth Show. So Augustino, welcome. It's great to have you here. I'm so, so pleased to be here. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here too, because you've had a journey. So let's talk about it. What was your life like before you discovered real estate? <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life since I was, uh, since I was a kid. I used to sit there and write code. And that was my thing at nine years old, 10 years old, I was working on computers. And I was determined to have, eventually have my own IT company, my own software company. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And instead of going the entrepreneur route, I ended up going to corporate America. And you know, I did okay in corporate America, right? You know, you, I was eventually rising to become a CIO, a chief information officer, running large enterprise IT, global IT teams, and everything was going great up until my boss comes to me and lays me off. And that's wow. it. And, and, you know, and when you have so many, you have a whole family relying on you and you're, you're basically being told, we don't want you anymore by some company, you can't help but feel, but you're a failure, right? Uh, I mean, for, for many people out there, I'm sure that if they were to rely on that one stream of income and your boss walks in one day and just hands you the box and say, pack up your stuff and get lost, uh, it, it's not a good feeling. I can't you know, even imagine it. I mean, especially when you've put in all your time and effort and passion and just in one day that can all end against your will. I, I, yeah. I've never experienced that because I've always been self-employed. But I mean, take me to that moment. I mean, what, what did you well, do? How'd you pay well, your I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you know, so this company, when I first started with this company, they were a fairly young company and uh, there's only like, I don't know, four or 500 people working there but their tech was a complete mess. So at that point, I was a young IT executive. I was still at the director level at the time. And I basically rebuilt their entire IT infrastructure. You know, I rebuilt the whole thing. And my old boss, the old CIO, he ended up leaving the company. And then I rose to become the CIO because I built and designed all the tech. And much of it's still in place today. And I mean, this is a global publicly traded company. You know, they, they would never been able to, to get to where they got today if I hadn't come along and created all this technology, much of it from scratch. There was no technology on the market. You just up and buy. I had to develop it. I had to hire the people, develop all the tech, you know, build it. and um, for, All for somebody else. All for someone else. Right. Exactly. But at the same time, while I was doing all this, I mean, it wasn't like I was, I was doing it for free. I mean, obviously... You know, when you're when you're at the sea level, you're earning, you're making bank. I had the fancy cars, I had the big houses, and I had bonuses. And what I did with my bonus money was I bought single-family homes. That's what I did. And this is like 16 years ago. It's just a little bit. How old are you? How old am I now? I'm no, when you that. started buying homes, I was uh, 32. Okay, and and what 32? prompted you to take? I mean, that at 32 making a bunch of money. Most people are spending it. <laughs> so what prompted you to buy single family homes? 
Oh, no, Kathy, I was spending it. You know, make no mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was spending a lot of dumb stuff, right? Mm. Uh, I had Corvettes and Hummers and all kinds of cars. And yeah, it was dumb, dumb. But uh, I was buying these single family homes because uh, another executive, he had said, you know, you should buy real estate. And I just said, okay, I'll just go ahead and do that. I mean, that's, that, there was no other logic aside from that. It was more like, it seems like a good idea. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And, uh, you know, this is what happens when you have, we have all this money coming in so much money. <laughs> you gotta put it somewhere, do. right? <laughs> yeah, you gotta put it somewhere. Right. So I, that's what I did. I started buying real estate Brilliant. and, and, uh, I, I recognized, wow, there's cash flow. Here. That's just, this is awesome. You know, and, and I was self-managing at the time and I was, I was still very, very conservative with how I, how I picked my deals and how I ran them. And, and I was personally managing them too while holding a full-time executive job, which was a little tough at the time. But I would also underwrite my tenants too to make sure I wasn't getting into the wrong deal with a tenant as well, which is a big deal in this business. You know, underwriting a deal, underwriting a tenant, both were critical. And what I did was I, I learned the ropes, especially around conservative underwriting, which to me is something I still do to this very day. I still look for some key aspects around jobs around growth around population demographics all these different things i still look at the same things today only on a much bigger scale now all i do is multifamily i don't do any single family at all at this point but learning the ropes early on is what ended up eventually rescuing me because what i discovered is that i was vulnerable as long as i put my future in someone else's hands i was vulnerable mm-hmm. and not to say that everybody should up and quit their job. It's, it's, this is not for everyone. Uh, but for people that are on the fence, I would say you have to do this. This, mm-hmm. th- this has completely changed my life for the better. For the well, better. whatever you get into that allows you to free up your time, whether you want to build businesses, because you know building businesses can create passive income as well, yeah. if you do it right, if you're not just giving yourself 10 different jobs <laughs> under one hat of CEO, but you're doing everything. That's not what I mean. I mean, when you're CEO, and that means you're actually executing and having people you know, do the work and, and freeing up your time that way. So there's lots of ways to create passive income. Uh, but for sure, if you're trading time for dollars, there's only so much time therefore only so much dollars. And until you can get past that, right? Um, And like you said, the idea that someone can just determine your future in one second by firing you, that's that's a terrifying situation. I I don't know how people, people come to us and they think that, real estate is risky. And I think having a job is way more risky now that you mention it that way. Absolutely. You know, and I was doing some consulting work with a group uh, just before I, I went all in with this, with, with real estate. And, you know, the, the company is still around. They were floundering. They brought me in to help build their business and they didn't want to listen to what I had to say. And that's fine. Um, they're still floundering. They still don't know what to do. And it, it, to me, it's like a colossal waste of time for that group anyway, to just sit there for four years trying to figure out their business. And you know what, Kathy, I'll tell you, we often live like we have an infinite amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I think the older you get, you realize that that's, that is absolutely not the case. I know that, I know your story as well. We, we, we've spoken in the past and I know, I know what happened in your family. You know that time is extraordinarily valuable yeah. and people don't realize that. It's like, we're here on this planet for a certain amount of time. And, you know, we're, we're actually very fragile beings. Do you really want to spend it working 
working, working a job you hate with a bunch of people that don't want to be there either. I mean, it sounds terrible to me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and hopefully people do love their jobs, but it, it's, it's important to remember what you just said. Time is what's limited, not money. And, yeah. and yet we spend most of our time chasing money. So why not create different streams of income, different ways to bring that money in and acquiring assets that do that for you. I, I don't know any easier way than real estate, certainly cash flow, residential property or commercial property. I mean, either way, if you're leasing out to a business or you're leasing out to a homeowner, either way, they're living there, they're using the property and they're paying you for that and you've borrowed the money to do it. So yeah. it's, it's an incredible, incredible way to free up your time. And the more you can buy, the, the more free time you get, basically the more income. That's it. I mean, you know, ultimately, you know, to your point about this business being risky, I mean, I've created companies because I, like I said, I've been an entrepreneur since I was a kid and I've done mobile app companies. I've done, let's see, debt collection companies, call center companies, other tech type, tech related companies, data companies, uh, online payday lending companies, finance companies. I've created all these companies, every single one of them, well, not, almost every single one of them didn't do so well. You know, the majority of them didn't do, didn't do so well. But real estate is the only thing, it's the only one that works. It's the only one, when, and you experience this too, where the lenders are calling you and they're hitting you up on LinkedIn and Facebook. And they're, they're saying, please take our money, invest it in a deal. There is not a single other business where this is happening. Not Bitcoin. Yeah, they're not saying, hey, go start a business and let me lend on it. They're, right. Yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah. They're saying, go buy some real estate and let me lend on that. That's exactly. Right. Exactly. And it's like, if you know what you're doing and you study and you train like crazy, there's nothing else like it. There's nothing else. If someone else out there could find something, please let me know. <laughs> yeah. And you know, there's, again, there's risk to everything. I mean, yes. I've been in this business long enough to know that the sure thing isn't always the sure thing. You know, we've, We've had property managers embezzle our deposits. We have, oh my gosh, we've, we've seen projects not get built that we thought would. And so there is risk, but you can mitigate that risk in so many different ways in real estate. Like if you want to be a lender or if you want total security, then you be a lender at a really low LTV and make sure that you're on title and first position on a good property. That's a pretty safe bet for the most part if you do it right, but you're going to get a lower return because it's so safe. Now we're in development projects that come with much higher risk because you're dealing with politicians who have to give you approvals to build, uh, but the returns can be much higher. So somewhere in between there, between private lending, which again is pretty safe, it's secured to real estate or land development, which again comes with more risk, especially entitlement. There's something for everybody in between. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Even, even now we're getting into some of the land development projects as well. So mm -hmm. very, very excited about that too. It's been a very, very long road, but I'll tell you what, Kathy, you know what? I've been at real estate for 16 years on my own for just over three now, uh, just focused on multifamily. And there's nothing like going to Columbia, for instance, I'm leaving next week and I'm going to be there for almost six weeks. I'll be working remotely, mm -hmm. you know, 80 degree weather all year round. <laughs> it's beautiful, right? I get to skip out on, on, on the winter time. And you know, winters in Ohio are brutal. So it, all it means is, is that I get to control my own time. Mm -hmm. you know, and ultimately, that's, ultimately, that's what I'm pursuing right now. I want to be able to control my own time. 
and do what I want, when I want, with who I want to, you know, including, including business, including who I do business with. If I don't want to do business with somebody, I just don't do business with them. That's it. (laughs) Well, it's funny. (laughs) We are just about to break ground on our uh, Costa Rica residential development. It's going to be a a work live space and oh, it's a hundred percent organic foods. It's going to be awesome. Pure water, clean air, waterfalls. It's amazing. We're so excited. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, then Costa Rica is good. It's it's absolutely stunning. Beautiful place. So beautiful. Yeah. All right. So in the time that you have been investing in real estate, which I think you said was 16 years. Mm -hmm. Yes. What would you say are the biggest tips for new investors getting started? I would say the very first thing they have to do is it's going to sound very simple is to focus. Right. So, and what I mean by that, when I first started in this business, I had to really decide that I was going to do this. Right. And once I decided I was going to focus and study and train. And what that means is, is not going after every single podcast under the sun, read a hundred different books all at the same time or do anything else like that. Pick two. Pick two authors and go train everything you possibly can on that one person. Now, I don't care who it is. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's Kathy. Maybe it's someone else. I don't know who it is. I, I, my first ones were, were Sam Zell and Robert Kiyosaki. I trained on everything I could find on these two guys. Then I went to my next ones. And I listened to everything that these two people had to say. Mm-hmm. And once I decided that, then I decided the asset that I was going to go after. Now, I didn't know about multifamily. I didn't know you could even syndicate deals. I didn't know what that was. And in syndication, just a, a quick 10-second description, is I basically use other people's money and everyone of us co-invest in a deal, basically, right? So I find a deal, I source a deal, I pitch the deal to, to these friends, family, and other investors, and we all put money into the deal and we all get the returns. And I didn't know what that didn't know what that was. But once I understood what it was, I honed those sales skills, those marketing skills, and I became very, very good at delivering deals to people. Now, I don't do single family anymore. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I just don't do it. I don't do land. I don't do uh, commercial spaces like retail or anything else like that. I do right now. Currently, it's all multifamily. The new development stuff I mentioned is all multifamily. It's all I do is multifamily. I focus, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, I'll do some other stuff. But for the time being, no, I, I decided, I focused. And that's how I'm able to see the success through. And you'd be surprised. I mean, maybe yeah, I'm sure you've seen it too. So many other people, they get into this and they're, they're trying to run around and trying to do a bunch of different things. And if you try to do that, nothing's going to come of it. It's going to be very, very difficult. The focus is what matters. Yeah, I cannot agree enough that Learn everything or, you know, dabble in all of it and then choose the thing that interests you the most and dive in and follow people who have been successful at it, at that one thing and learn it from beginning to end. And then you dive in. Uh, It's very confusing in the beginning. There's so many, so many different ways to make money in real estate and they all seem exciting, but you got to pick one, get really good at it. And that's until right. you're really good at making money at it, you shouldn't move on to the next. That's where I've made my biggest mistakes. hundred percent. You know what? And one other thing I did is once I understood what syndication was, and just like I said, go all in, I sold everything I had, everything. <laughs> I sold my cars. I sold stuff I had at the house. I sold everything just so I can start buying my own deals at first, right? So I can show investors, I am dead serious about doing this. Now, 
I don't recommend everyone has to do that. That's just how I did it. I had to do it that way, right? Uh, because if you can't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe you either. Yep. Very good. Okay. So what was your best deal? Um, let me see. You know what? There is um, so many of them. I have one closing this week. It's 148 unit and we're already getting a great deal on it. I hope, hope the seller doesn't hear this until after we close. But uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sweet deal. Uh, it's already worth more than what we paid for. It's beautiful. Aww. But I'd say, I'd say right now there's a deal that we bought that's uh, three minutes away from an Amazon distribution center in, uh, up in Cleveland. And we, we paid just over $4 million for it. Not three months later, we're getting a phone call from some investors out of New York. They offered they offer us a million more than we paid for it. And we're renovating it. And we're, we're actually doing a lot of work to improve the property. Wow. And I turned them down like immediately. Didn't have to think about it. I mean, it's, we know there's a lot more value there. So you know, that just, just on that alone, I'm not going to say it's the best deal in the world, but you know what? A million dollar increase in three months. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I think you should be proud of that. All right. (laughs) And your biggest challenge, your biggest lesson learned. You know, one thing that I I try to do is I try to do all these things on my own. And um, I think that it's going to sound very simple. VAs, virtual assistants. Uh, when I, and when I say on my own, I don't mean buying deals. I always I always use partners for deals. Uh, I use um, I partner up with people to take down these big deals. There's always something that I can learn from from other people, and and I'm always happy to, to offer up information. You can't do this business on your own for sure, for sure. What I mean is is that from the operational perspective, the leveraging virtual assistants that is absolutely huge. I I, I totally underestimated it. <laughs> Totally underestimated it. Uh, maybe it's because I went through a bunch of bad ones and I figured I had to do all this stuff myself. I'm not sure. But uh, once you find some good ones, you take care of them, you pay them well, and keep them around because they will do things right. They'll change your life. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us here today on The Real Wealth Show. Do you have um, any plans for what you're going to do next? You know, I think for 2020, we're going to be doing... We're going to get into some development projects, as I mentioned earlier, into the whole multifamily development. Goals to get another 1,000 units in 2020 as well on top of that. So it's going to be a very busy year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to try to stay up in Cleveland for the time being and uh, Cleveland, Akron area, that kind of thing, just because it's where the operation is and eventually start exploring other markets as well. So yeah, it's going to be an exciting year. Looking very much forward to it. It's going to be great. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here on The Real Well Show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for joining me here on The Real Well Show. We've got our full day event located on the East Coast in Jacksonville, Florida, coming up on February 8th. So if you are looking to invest in single or multifamily properties, renovated or brand new, in some of the nation's top cash flow and appreciation markets, you can join us again February 8th in Jacksonville and get those details at realwealthshow.com. Just click on the Learn tab. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on The Real Wealth Show. Hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.